right, it's that time again, the Chief Zone Podcast, an exciting edition of the Chief Zone po- Podcast, possibly the shortest edition that we'll ever have, but it'll be a great one. The Kansas City Chiefs have drafted a quarterback, Patrick Mahomes from Texas Tech. So here it is. I, I, this is what we've been waiting for for a long time. A lot of people, I think more recently, have wanted to change a quarterback. Some people for a while have been wanting to change under center. Well, here it is. Uh, I think regardless of when you wanted to change it under center, at some point or another, Chiefs fans wanted this, and now you have it. Patrick Mahomes drafted by the Chiefs. Tenth overall, the Chiefs traded up to get that pick and selected Mahomes. We'll get into all of that in just a moment. Farzee Musugin here with you on the Chiefs on Podcast. Thank you guys for downloading and listening to a special edition of the Chiefs on Podcast. We'll be simply talking about just the Chiefs' first-round pick plus other things that have happened in the first round. Uh, let me just first off say I was originally planning to record the podcast close to midnight, but for my sake, because I have to get up really early Friday morning, I'm glad they traded up so I can do the podcast a lot sooner. So the first, a lot is still happening in the first round uh, by the time I'm recording this. Uh, so I, I'll recap everything that has basically happened, basically up to the point where the Chiefs said also we'll touch on the Deshaun Watson situation because a lot of Chiefs fans did want that but that did not end up being the case it is Mahomes I'll tell you guys why you should still be happy about this I was one of those guys who said that I wanted Watson and when they traded up I still wanted Watson end up being Mahomes but I'll tell you guys why no need to panic this is still a great pick for the Kansas City Chiefs we'll get into all of that in just a moment if you are not subscribed to the podcast please do so on iTunes Look for the Chiefs on Podcast. Hit the subscribe button and you'll be available as soon as a new episode is ready for download on the iTunes library. And it's also available on my website, farzimvasugian.com. And I'll also post links on Facebook and Twitter. Speaking of Facebook and Twitter, you guys can give me a like and a follow on social media. Like my Facebook page, facebook.com slash farzimvasugian. And follow me on Twitter at farzine 21 A lot of you guys interacted with me on the Facebook Live, which I did right after the Chiefs made that pick. Appreciate all of you guys who did that. Had a lot of fun doing that. That's only the second time I've done that. We did that after the Pittsburgh loss, the, the uh, postseason loss, which, yeah, a tough ending, but still kind of fun to interact with you guys. So that was a lot of fun to do. And I uh, did it uh, right after the first-round draft pick from the Chiefs. So uh, we'll definitely try to do more of these. Uh, probably we'll definitely do it before and after every game. Not exactly sure, but definitely want to plan on doing more of the Facebook Lives with you guys. So again, if you want to be part of that, facebook.com slash Vasugan. And a big thank you to all of you who interacted with me on Facebook Live. All right, look, let's get right into it. Instant reaction when this happened. First of all, when the Chiefs traded up, everyone, I mean, it just had to be a quarterback. And a lot of people are talking about did the Chiefs give up too much? The Chiefs ended up giving up the pick they originally had from this year's first round, the 27th pick, next year's first round pick, and this year's third round pick. And look, hindsight's 2020 right now. Nobody knows if this is too much. If, if they traded up for, gosh, anyone other than a quarterback, yeah, I would have said, what are we doing? I mean, unless you think this guy is going to be all pro pro bowler every single year and, and be the reason you win three super bowls okay sure maybe we can all admit that we were wrong on that but this is a quarterback all right and 
We've been crying for the Chiefs to make a change, have a superstar under center for a long time. And this is what they had to do. And keep in mind, a lot there have been a lot of great things, great things that are being said about from scouts, general managers, executives about Patrick Mahomes. So it's not like the Chiefs traded up for a quarterback that is probably gonna that was projected to be taken way later. And I think another thing to consider, forget about mock drafts. Because we have all these analysts, and I'm not saying that these guys don't have knowledge of of the game. They do. But at the end of the day, what an analyst has in his mock draft is a lot different than how NFL general managers view this NFL draft. I promise you, if, I mean, putting trades aside, we can't, if they could not project trades, if you have, if you pick five analysts, and look at their mock drafts, the, it'd be pretty similar. If you take five NFL general managers or scouts or head coaches, if you want to take their mock drafts, if they were to do a mock draft, it would be totally different. I think we t- just tend to forget sometimes the mindsets we have as fans, the media, and how NFL teams view some of these college players. The thing about Patrick Mahomes, and again, What's so crazy about this mock draft compared to previous mock drafts? We have seen guys. We've seen guys like Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Kaiser, be projected to go really anywhere in the first round. A lot of people thought Mahomes and Watson would have been available at twenty-seven for Kansas City. Turns out, neither of them got out of the top fifteen. They were taken before the top uh, before the fifteenth pick. Kansas City traded up with the 10th pick to get to get Mahomes and Houston traded with Cleveland to get Watson. Kind of shocking by the way. If you told me that Buffalo and Cleveland would have traded down to allow another team to trade up to get a quarterback, I would have said there's absolutely no way that's happening, but that turned out to be the case uh in this in this draft. Uh the Chiefs get Patrick Mahomes, the Texans get Deshaun Watson, I think. Chiefs fans are definitely going to want to monitor this for the next 3 years to see uh, which team got the better quarterback. So it's going to be very interesting. For the first time in a while, we, we find ourselves in a situation really comparing uh, our quarterback to other quarterbacks, which is going to be fun to see. Uh, let me just say this. Another reason as to why the Chiefs may have traded up, you've got to be aware of your surroundings. And what I mean by that is it's entirely possible that John Dorsey and the Kansas City Chiefs, they must have found out that somebody else wanted Mahomes really badly. Maybe Cleveland, the only other quarterback they had interest in drafting was Mahomes. And as soon as the Chiefs traded up with Buffalo to be two picks ahead of Cleveland, I think that right there was pretty much the end for Cleveland. So maybe that's why they were willing to let Houston trade up. So perhaps the Chiefs knew that somebody else wanted to get Patrick Mahomes. So they struck first and ended up taking Mahomes. Let me just say this. I think one other thing I want to mention before we get uh, detailed into the Pat- Patrick Mahomes pick. The thing about quarterbacks, and I'll use Mitch Trubisky as an example because Mitch Trubisky, he's going to the Chicago Bears, and that's an organization that has a lot of rebuilding to do. I mean, they've got a lot of work to do on offense and on defense. The crazy thing about this mock, the mock drafts we've seen. A lot of quarterbacks were expected to go to teams that have actually have, have had success. Look at Mahomes and Watson. They're going to teams 
that won their divisions last year. So it's not like it's not like Deshaun Watson is going to a Texans team that has absolutely nothing to work with. It's not like Patrick Mahomes is coming to a team in Kansas City that has absolutely no offensive weapons and no defense out there. Generally, these quarterbacks, uh, they get drafted very high. And if you get drafted very high, that's that's because you end up, you, the, the teams did bad. So a lot of times, quarterbacks get drafted by really bad teams. And some of these quarterbacks don't see success for a couple of years because they have to be patient and let the entire team come together with draft picks from that's that same draft class and even draft class uh from years after the, the year they got drafted so the thing about Mahomes coming to Kansas City and again I'll say it again you can say the same thing about Watson going to Houston Mahomes and Watson are going to teams that already have a lot of ammunition and there's really little room for error here. Listen, I know they're rookies. I know the pressure's already on because they're playing the most primary position in in football. But it's not like, you know, I mean, let's say the Browns drafted Trubisky. Trubisky, who does Trubisky have to work with? I mean, what what impact players does he have on offense? He doesn't. In Kansas City, you've got a pro bowler in Travis Kelsey. You've got a pro bowler in Tyreek Hill. You've got a very underrated offensive lineman there in Kansas City. And you've got a lot of talent, guys who are very good pass catchers. Uh, Spencer Ware, Jeremy Macklin, Albert Wilson, Chris Conley, uh, which I think this has got to be a year for him where he's got to come through for the Chiefs. This is a very good offense. It's not like Patrick Mahomes is coming to a system in which there's not a lot to work with and the pressure's on him to make plays and make everyone around him better. He's going to be on an offense that came off a season where they swept the AFC West and won the division. Now, yes, I've repeated this. I know the Chiefs won because of a Derek Carr injury in in Oakland, but look, uh, injuries are part of the game in, in sports. Mahomes is going to be on a football team that is well equipped. The only thing they were really missing, the big major piece missing to that puzzle was a quarterback. And Mahomes is here to complete the the puzzle and help form a a legitimate football team, a former threat and compete with the big boys in the NFL. The chiefs do have the second hardest schedule in the NFL. And I've heard people talk about, you know, the, how hard the schedule is. I thought last year's schedule was very hard too. And here we are, uh, looking at this, and the Chiefs have a lot of primetime games, but I still think the Chiefs have the, uh, the the team, both offensively and defensively, especially now with a quarterback on offense, to, to, compete, to compete with the big boys in the NFL. You're, you're going to be playing other teams that, that won their divisions, such as the Patriots, or starting off the NFL opener. So uh, this is going to be cra- a crazy time for Kansas City. Uh, you've got a quarterback. You, the way you're going to open up the season is going to be huge, especially if you can pull off an upset there. But I think the big question is, speaking of the NFL opener, who is your quarterback going to be? I think that's a big question. Listen, I posted on Facebook because I wanted to know what the consensus uh, with everything. And I asked the question, how soon do you think Patrick Mahomes will will become the starting quarterback for the Chiefs? Some people are saying 2018. Some people are saying in two years. 
there's one comment that says 2019. Some are saying if an injury occurs to Alex Smith. I hope that's not the case. Because look, the only way you're going to learn a system is if you're just out there. I, I don't know what the point is of trading away next year's first round pick and trading away another pick in this year's draft. And listen, John Dorsey and Andy Reid, and maybe they end up making more trades to get more uh, to, to get a, th- a couple of third round picks. Who knows? Maybe they uh, trade down with a, a second round pick. But you cannot tell me that they traded up to a, to the top 10, 10th overall to get a quarterback to sit out for the next two years. Oh, and by the way, you don't have a, a first round pick next year. Patrick Mahomes is not sitting out the entire season. There's just no way. I, unless Alex Smith is playing spectacular, sure, we'll go ahead and take the the first round uh, quarterback, the rookie, and have him be a backup. I mean, if Alex Smith is playing like Tom Brady, heck, man, you're not going to hear me complain. But I don't think that's a realistic uh, possibility. It's just not going to happen. I think at the end of the day, we know Alex Smith and how far he's going to take this team. The way he played in that Pittsburgh Steelers game, missing wide open uh, players in Tyree Kill and Jeremy Macklin, you're just you've got to make that switch. I definitely feel like if Patrick Mahomes was in that situation this year, if he has wide open guys, he's going to hit him. I definitely think that. So uh, to me, I think this is a great pick for Kansas City. And let's get right into the details of the pick with. With Mahomes, and a lot of people are comparing him to Jay Cutler, which I kind of find interesting because I think he's a more mobile version of Jay Cutler, too. But I don't know if that's really the quarterback I would compare him to. Oddly enough, the quarterback I would compare Mahomes to is Alex Smith. I think that's really the best quarterback comparison you can make. I know a lot of people are saying Donovan McNabb. And that's, of course, a retired quarterback. And I think that's also a very accurate description. And look, McNabb and Smith have both played for Andy Reid, so it's not like those comparisons are completely far apart or anything. Uh, Alex Smith has played some of his best football under Andy Reid, and we we saw that right away in 2013 and in 2014, despite some of the struggles he had that year, not being able to connect with wide receivers, but... Uh, you look at Patrick Mahomes, he's got an excellent, these are basically some of the things that scouts are saying in terms of his strengths. Excellent arm, cannon for an arm, accurate passer, takes big hits, has a very serious fastball, and I think he gets it from his dad, Pat Mahomes, who was a pitcher in the major leagues from 1992 to, I believe, 2003 or 2004. Played for some different teams, but uh, he is the son of Pat Mahomes, a former major league pitcher. So I think that's where he gets that fastball from. The thing that I've also noticed about him when I looked at his film, he knows how to find wide-open guys. He puts the ball in great places, only to where his receivers can get it. Now, of course, he's going to make the mistakes that every quarterback will make occasionally. He'll throw those interceptions from time to time, and... Look, I think as uh, as Chiefs fans, we've got to be patient. He is going to go out there and maybe throw a boneheaded uh, pick right there when we least expect it. That's part of th- that's part of being a rookie quarterback. And again, if you wait two years, people are going to call him a bust if he struggles in, in 2019 or whenever he gets a start. His start has to be in 2017. It has to be. Maybe it doesn't happen in week one or week two, but gosh, unless Alex Smith is playing lights out. I think you've Patrick Mahomes has to be the starting quarterback within the first four weeks of the NFL season. 
I just think it has to happen. Going back to some of the strengths uh, that, that are listed here by scouts, uh, they talk about his mobility, athletic. I mean, those are a lot of basic things you hear about a lot of guys. Quick feet, moves well in the pocket, can evade a lot of de- defenders. That, to me, is an important factor. I know a lot of people want to hear quick and being able to uh, get get away from defenders, work, work around in the pocket. But listen, in the AFC West, don't forget... There are a lot of scary pass rushers in the AFC West. You've got Khalil Mack, one guy. Joey Bosa, who just won Defensive Rookie of the Year. Shane Ray, Von Miller. There are some scary pass rushers in the AFC West. And uh, listen, I think he's going to get some experience on trying to figure out how to get used to pass rushers because he's going to be going up against Justin Houston, Tom Bahali, and D Ford in practice. So that's a great way to prepare for some of these premier pass rushers that we have in the AFC West. Overall, this is a great pick for Kansas City. There are a lot more strengths to him that we could go on about, but uh, I think you guys get the picture. This is a guy who can fit Andy Reid's system. Very similar quarterback to Deshaun Watson, but... And, and I think, the, I mentioned this on Facebook Live, I think the reason people were so high on Watson, and listen, I'm, I'm guilty of this too, I'm no scout, I, I just read what a, lot, what a lot of the experts are saying, but to me, the reason I was so sold on Watson, he won a national title, and not just a national title, he won against Alabama. Alabama is the place where, if you're going to the NFL and you graduated from Bama, you're well prepared for the NFL. If you beat Bama in the national title game, that speaks volumes about a, about a player and the rest of the team, too. And I think these Clemson players that are being taken, I think beating Alabama definitely helped their case as to going up a little bit higher in the draft. So uh, I can understand people wanting Deshaun Watson. I talked about his losses and how he only lost by six points in the two losses he suffered the past two years with Clemson. This guy, I mean, he's a he's a gamer. But so is Patrick Mahomes. And to look at some of his recognition and, and records that he uh, set while at Texas Tech. Well, first of all, let me read you some of his stats. And keep in mind, he was a backer for Davis Webb, who's also entering this draft and uh, obviously was picked before him. 2014, 16 touchdowns, 4 picks, 7 games played. In 2015, when he played 13 games, he threw 36 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, 4, 000, more than 4,600 yards. In 2016, his senior year in 12 games, threw for more than 5,000 yards, 41 touchdowns, and 10 picks, 5 fewer picks than his uh, his sophomore year. That is, of course, with one less game played, but I doubt he would have thrown 5 picks uh, with one game of a difference. So his uh, junior year at uh, Texas Tech was a memorable one too. And he set some big records during his final year with the Red Raiders. And the game he had against the Oklahoma Sooners on October the 22nd last year set two records. Single game passing yards with 734. That ranks the first best in NCAA history. And also... Yards of total offense, 819 total yards against Oklahoma. That's best all-time in NCAA history. 
some other notes to keep in mind with him. In 2014, he was the Offensive Player of the Week once. In 2015, he earned the Earl Campbell Tyler Rose Player of the Week. That was for his performance against Sam Houston. He was also the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Week for that same game. He was also the Co-Offensive Player of the Week later on in 2015 and then earned that same honor twice against ASU and OU. And of course, that OU game I mentioned, that's where he uh, was part of two huge records, uh, NCAA records, and left behind a great legacy at Texas Tech. Uh, I I think if he were to stay there another year, I think a lot of people would have said, man, uh, what else does he have to prove? Uh, There's really no reason for him to be there. So foregoing his senior year and coming to the NFL, uh, definitely worth it. And looking at a scouting profile, it talks about how he uh, went on to finish the season leading the country in yards per game, passing yards, and total offense, and points responsible, as well as total touchdowns. So uh, this is a guy who really dominated statistically. And also, uh, keep in mind, he was he, he was guided by Cliff Kingsbury. And Cliff Kingsbury, you guys all know him, but for those maybe not familiar with him, the head coach of Texas Tech, but had a good career in the NFL too. Played for the New England Patriots for a little bit. Was fairly familiar with Charlie Weiss and uh, playing under his offense. So this is a guy who he's got. I mean, this guy's got the guidance. Played for Kingsbury at Texas Tech, and now going to be playing under Andy Reid. So. To me, I I think this is a great pickup for Kansas City. You're getting a well-coached guy. You're getting a leader. You're getting someone uh, who has some swagger in him, too. Yeah, sure, the skills are one thing, but you've also got to have the attitude. You've You've got to be optimistic. You've got to have the great mindset, and I think that's important to have in a quarterback, especially now in this age where... Uh, man, I mean, people are always looking for the, the fancy guy, which which he's he's able to do. I mean, he's got that in him. He really does. So I'm very excited for this pick. I, I think this is definitely a great pickup for Kansas City, and I think it is worth what they gave up. Another first-round pick, and next, uh, which is next year's first-round pick, and this year's third-round pick. So I'm pretty content with this. Yeah, sure. Well, I think Watson would have been exciting to see, especially given his speed. I, th- I would say the major difference between Mahomes and Watson, I'd say, is the speed. I'd say Watson has more of a Mike Vick speed, whereas Mahomes has kind of like a McNabb, Alex Smith kind of speed. I'm pretty excited about this. A lot of you guys are too. I went on Facebook and I asked another question, which I'll get to in just a moment. I asked you guys, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being very high, how excited are you guys? And, I mean, I'm not going to go through the whole list, but there are more high numbers than low numbers. Uh, I mean, we have someone who someone out there said 1 million, uh, which, you know, basically says they're, they're super excited. Someone used the 100 emoji, which I thought was pretty good. Someone said 11. Uh, yeah, a lot of people were shocked about this pick. Uh, definitely, even I, I was watching NFL Network's coverage over this. Every single person expected Deshaun Watson. Everyone was saying it right there. Uh, but it ended up being Mahomes. Uh, look, here, here's the mindset. And someone mentioned this on Facebook Live. And I, this is where I kind of got the understanding of how Chiefs fans felt. And this is how I felt too. Everyone wanted Mahomes. But given that it was... Or pardon me, everyone wanted Watson. But given it was Mahomes... 
Chiefs fans were, were were fine with it. It's a quarterback. It's the position we wanted. That was the biggest thing. That's the most important thing. The Chiefs are taking a chance. Maybe this doesn't pan out. Maybe he ends up failing. Who knows? But I'd rather swing than strike out just watching the pitch go by. So this is a big move for Kansas City. A great pickup. And listen, I, I think the only thing that I just have a concern with, you can't sit out. You just cannot let him sit unless he suffers an injury of some sort that keeps him out of his rookie year. You cannot, he can't miss the season. He just can't. I I, I don't know what the point would be of giving up your 27. I mean, you, you give away next year's first round pick and also this year's third round pick. Just for him to sit out behind Alex Smith? I don't think so. There was a reason why you drafted a quarterback. Because you know there is a weakness with your current quarterback. You know your quarterback. You know what's so crazy is the Chiefs fans who were defending Alex Smith were happy when Clark Hunt, Andy Reid, and John Dorsey all spoke out and said Alex Smith is our guy. That And we had Matt Miller on here and I... I Ask Matt, and if you haven't heard it, check out the interview. Great podcast with Matt Miller. I asked him, I said, yeah, the Chiefs are praising him publicly, but listen, even then, the the, the Chiefs are no dummies. NFL head coaches, owners, scouts, front office guys, they're smart people. They have their jobs for a reason. They know that there is an issue under center, and he said, look, just because they say that doesn't mean they're not going to draft a quarterback. And what do they do? They draft the quarterback. They draft Patrick Mahomes. It's not like they just said, all right, well, Alex Smith is our guy. He's he's an outstanding player. We're going to keep him. Oh, by the way, we're just going to draft the quarterback for fun. No, there is a reason for it. He cannot sit out the entire season. I just think it's a big miss opportunity. Listen, if he does bad his first year, fine. I'm not going to judge him off one year. I think it'd be kind of a concern because you have the tools around you to succeed. But look, if he throws... Let's just use the Patriots game as an example. If he goes out there and throws three interceptions and only one touchdown, I'm not going to fret. And I, I listen. I know we're in a in a world now where our society. I mean, we we jump to conclusions right away. We'll, we'll decide whether or not someone is a bust or not in just one game or one season. Some of us, when really it should be kind of two to three years. To me. If he goes out there and has a bad game against New England, fine. I'd I'd rather you just throw him in the fire because that's the only way you are going to learn. The Chiefs have got to put him out there soon. You just cannot waste any time. I said this on Facebook Live. Unless you have Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers is just sitting behind you because you have a future Hall of Famer, yeah, sure. But that's not the case in Kansas City. You don't have Brett Favre as your starting quarterback. You have Alex Smith. And Alex Smith is not going to take you any further than he has the past couple of years. You're not going to go beyond the AFC Divisional round. And I think in order to get used to the the, the NFL level, which of course is totally different from college, if you want to get acclimated, get Mahomes on the field. Put him out there. 
Let him build some rapport with Jer. Let him go miss Jeremy Macklin on a wide open throw. Then he'll figure out, oh, that's the direction he likes to go. That's the speed. That's the burst. Okay, I'll get him next time. Let's just talk about ourselves. Let's talk about what we do for a living. What if you're an accountant? What if you make a mistake? When you made that mistake your first year in the job you worked, not even your first year, I'll just say the first week, how many of you, in, in whatever job you have right now, how many of you guys were perfect at it in your first week? None of you. And I guarantee you a lot of you made mistakes in your first week at that job. And you remember those mistakes because you told yourself, oh, I did this, this will never happen again, this is a crucial error, I'm going to make sure moving forward it doesn't happen. And you don't let it happen ever again. That's why you still have your job. So at the end of the day, let Mahomes go out there and make mistakes. Because that's the only way you're going to learn from them. Maybe he throws 15 interceptions in 2017. Okay, well, he's going to learn from those 15 interceptions. Figure out why he threw it. Maybe see if he and his receivers can figure out a, a solution. What can they do about that moving forward? Then maybe he throws 10 interceptions the following year. Five fewer interceptions, which I think would be very good, especially under this uh, kind of offense, this West Coast offense that you have with Andy Reid. So Patrick Mahomes, I, I think it's a great pick. I, my only thing is he can't ride the bench, you, especially nowadays with contracts and how crazy they are. I, I saw online that he's going to be making – about six million, sixteen million dollars in his rookie deal. So, uh, I mean, this is a guy who's going to essentially get what three to four million a year. Uh, if you have, if you've got to make a guy making three to four million just to learn the offense and watch the entire year from the bench, this is a wasted opportunity and it's wasted money. So go out there and let him play. Maybe not the first game. I could understand that, but within the first four weeks. I just feel like you've got to make that switch. Let him make that transition to be the quarterback. And at that point, there you are. You've got the quarterback for the next 10 years, hopefully, on your roster. What do you guys think about all of this? Let me know your thoughts. Facebook.com slash Farzian Twitter.com slash Farzian21. You can t- tweet me at Farzian21. I'm excited, and I know a lot of you guys are as well. So hopefully there are good... I was going to say good. Let's say great things. Come on. I mean, this is a great pickup for Kansas City. This is a guy who's got a lot of tools, and he's coming to an offense. It's not like he got drafted by a bad team 10th overall. I mean, a great team traded up to get him, and now they've got all the pieces to the puzzle. Yeah, a couple of issues still there. Maybe they've got a a running back that they can draft later on. Uh, Maybe a defensive lineman or a defensive back. Definitely an inside linebacker, another area of need for the Chiefs, but that quarterback position, that triumphs all. And that'll lead you to a championship. So hopefully you've got that in Kansas City in the near future. Let me know your thoughts. Again, you guys know know the social media. On Sunday evening, I'll record another podcast recapping the entire Chiefs draft. Also talking about the other draft uh, draft picks. One that'll impact Kansas City. Maybe some other crazy goings that have happened in the draft. We'll talk about all of that on Sunday evening. So we'll have that. We'll be full Chiefs draft recap and also go over other uh, newsworthy events from the 2017 NFL draft. That'll be up Monday morning. So uh, keep an eye out for that 
on iTunes or on my website or on other places where podcasts are available. I'm Farzim Vasugan. Thank you guys so much again for those of you who interacted with, with me on Facebook. If you didn't, no worries. We'll do plenty of more of these. Uh, probably not going to do another one until the season, so we'll do some of these maybe before games, but definitely after uh, Chiefs games. I definitely want to do them after Chiefs games and, and interact with you guys on uh, Facebook Live. So facebook.com slash Farzim Vasugan. Follow me at Farzee21 on Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast and check out my website, FarzeeVasugian.com. I'm Farzee Vasugian. Thank you guys for listening to this special edition of the Chiefs Zone Podcast. You got your quarterback. Now you got to move on and take this franchise to the next level and bring back that Lamar Hunt trophy and the Vince Lombardi trophy. We'll see how things go with the quarterback. Only time will tell. And hopefully... He can get a couple of more weapons here in Kansas City. That'd be great. We'll talk about all of that more on Sunday. I'm Farzim Vasugan. Have a great weekend. Talk to you later.